Hello, Yeshiva Show listeners. David here, wishing you a very happy Hanukkah. Today's episode is the first of two episodes from our New Jersey reunion event. Think of it as a pregame show with some very special guests, including Josh Zisuk and Avery Amster, who are leading the centennial programming, including these events across the U.S. and in Israel. We also have Dr. Alan Kadish, the president of Turo, and even a guy we're quickly adopting as one of our own, singer-songwriter Aton Katz. On the next episode, you'll hear from alumni who sat down with us during the reunion. We had alumni from the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000s. It was a truly special night. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll mostly ask, who's that guy? It should be a fun listen, so stay tuned for that one coming out soon. Speaking of, the Yeshiva Show has been a lot of fun. We love the feedback we're getting, especially the people writing in and sharing their memories. I'm excited to say we're already recording a whole new set of episodes for 2023, and going forward, we're opening up our episodes to sponsorship. So if you're enjoying the show and want to support the Yeshiva in a fun way, go ahead and reach out to us at theyeshivashow at gmail.com. That's theyeshivashow at gmail.com. Or reach out to Josh on his home phone, preferably after 10 p.m. at 773. Just kidding. But he'll get back to you, I promise. Send us your ad. We'll read it before the show. It's all for a good cause. That does it for me. Without further ado. Welcome to the Yeshiva Show with Dove and Mo. I'm David Friedman, Fastman Yeshiva High School, class of 2003. And I'm Mo Eisenberg, class of 1996. Here we are, Dove. This is happening. This we is are, it. Where are we? We are no longer in the Rosh Yeshiva's office, apparently. We, we've upgraded. We've upgraded. We are, we are recording live, um, and we are here in Teaneck, New Jersey, at the uh, East Coast Centennial Alumni Reunion celebrating the HDC's 100 years. Is this it is really it. live if it's a podcast? You, you know what it is? I, I feel like we're doing it and we are alive. So why can't we be recording it live? Makes, we are recording it, it live. Makes perfect sense to yeah. me. Join today. Uh, before this reunion gets started, we have with us Rabbi Joshua Zisuk, our good friend, friend of the pod. Friend Josh, of the pod. Welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Tell us, tell us what's happening. What are we doing here? Oh, my gosh. We are getting together to celebrate 100 years in Teaneck, New Jersey. Um, so many alumni, so many Rebaim coming, so many past administrators, current administrators uh, here with us tonight to reconnect, to celebrate 100 years of Yeshiva. Um, just a really exciting evening tonight. It really sounds like it. And, Josh, I, I really, we, we uh, kind of throw your name on the podcast a lot. But really, it, we'd be remiss in just starting by at least saying, Josh, how much... We thank you for really initiating the whole podcast idea um, and really putting it together. A lot of people love it. We have we have hundreds and hundreds of listeners, which is fantastic. Hundreds and hundreds. Actually, I looked at the that analytics recently. I think we've got over two thousand listens. Wow, guys. that's amazing. Yeah, that's, that's pretty. That's, that's pretty, that's pretty, pretty good, great. Guys. But I'll tell you Listen, something, Josh. What, what I want to what I want to know. Can you talk about who the old administration, past administration, is that's here, and who are some of the new administration people that are here? Yeah, well, we are excited to welcome Rabbi Doctor Don Well. 
president emeritus of HCC. He'll be here tonight together with cool. Rabbi Dr. Gerald Eisenberg, who is uh, the chancellor emeritus of HCC, who will be here together with Rabbi Shmuel Schumann, who is the current CEO, as well as our Rosh Yeshiva emeritus, Rabbi Avraham Friedman Ashlita, who is uh, going to be here. So very excited to welcome all these past administrators uh, together with Rabbeim. So you have current Rabbeim and former Rabbeim that are coming as well, right? Rabbeim that have been in, in the past. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, many of the current Rabbeim are coming in together. Yeah. Uh, from Chicago. From Chicago. Yeah. Rabbi Weiss will also be here. He lives no one's in holding area. down the fort at the yeshiva, by the way. That, right now, that place is... Apparently, it's Lord of the Flies at the yeshiva. <laughs> Who knows what's going on? But let me ask you a question that is on a lot of people's minds, okay? Old administration, old Rabbeim versus current administration, current Rabbeim. Five on five. Cage match. Oh. Where are we? We went there. Um, it is going to be an interesting viewing party. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have any new administration coming or, or, or people with uh, part of the bigger Turo body coming? Oh, yes. I forgot to mention that. Thank you so much, Dov. You keep us on track. Yes, he does. Uh, we're, we're excited to also welcome uh, Dr. Alan Kadish, the uh, president of Turo University, who's going to be here. And by the way, shout out to Turo. Be for joining their, us a little bit later on the podcast. I hope so. Awesome. Hope he's coming. But shout out to them on their 50th anniversary this week. Oh, very nice. Hey, listen, they're almost there. 50 more years and they can catch up. As well, we're gonna we're gonna welcome Rabbi Kripka, Mel Ness, as well as Michael Newman, uh, who's gonna be coming. So very excited! Uh, it is exciting. It's an exciting time, and as as a, as alumni of the show that we are, obviously, uh, we're excited to see friends of our own that are gonna be here. Yeah, we got some class of two thousand three people coming. I can't believe it. They're gonna come talk to me. It's gonna <laughs> be great. Yeah, we got some class of ninety six people too, and I was convinced that they never wanted anything to do with this place. So yeah. that's great. Or, or us. Or us. <laughs> they heard you were coming, and they we're coming over. And we got some swag here. So uh, listen, check this out. We got a Yeshiva show based trucker hat. Is that what the kids call them these days? Well, I think uh, the previous episode I promised, or you guys promised yeah, on my swag. behalf, actually, That's right. that if you send in voice notes about the chimney or anything about the yeshiva, um, or Vietnam, oh, for that right. matter, right, that I would send swag. So I want what? Vietnam. I've heard so much about lightning strike already. Let's do Vietnam, people. Where are you, old people? Come on. And also, we also promised, I think, well, we didn't promise, but we, we did say, we, we definitely insinuated that if you came on the podcast in Jersey, you were going to walk away with a the official Yeshiva Show hat. What else are we giving out today? Just to like the people uh, who a, don't even talk. There's a table full of really fun stuff, Josh. Oh, my what, gosh. What you slept here, Josh? I slept the most valuable piece of Chicago that anybody can ever ask. Wrigley ever. Field. It's, it's Romanian salami, boys. Wow. wow. That's Beautiful. awesome. Yeah, so we got Romanian for everybody who comes to uh, the event tonight. You're getting a salami. You're getting a salami. <laughs> exactly. And we have winter hats for all those people who like salad. That's, re <laughs> that's really cool. That's a really special thing. It's definitely definitely uh, a Chicago uh, staple. So that's that's good thinking. The, the response to this uh, event? Oh, my gosh. It's been amazing. I mean, I, I about think how many people do you think we're going to get? I tonight? think we're probably about 175 to 200 people here tonight Holy uh, from all over the New York area. We're very excited. Teaneck was a nice spot, you know, because it's centrally located close to the city in Jersey. Yeah. Um, I feel bad for the five towns guys that had to schlep over here for an hour. But I you know. guys are troop because <laughs> you came from Chicago. That's right. <laughs> it was a long, harrowing journey today. Oh, gosh. Yeah, absolutely. But totally well worth it. Um, this is this, it really is. It really is cool. And uh, I think that, that one of the best parts about it, and I, I'm looking at it, and of course, uh, Rabbi Friedman and Revinson Friedman will be here, which is, uh, which is awesome. I want to talk to you about this Centennial Sefer Torah. Oh, my gosh. Very uh, special. This is very cool. I, I have been involved um, 
it, through NCSY on the writing of uh, uh, and, and put, putting together a Safer Torah campaign and the Safer Torah. And this is not an easy thing, but it's a very, very special thing. Tell me, is the whole Safer Torah going to be here? What, what are we doing with the Safer Torah exactly? So we actually have Safer Boratius, the first Uriah in the Torah, going to be here tonight together with our sofa, Rabbi Yochanan Nathan, father of Schneer Nathan, class of uh, 2002. Shout out. Oh, that's um, cool. I want to thank Rabbi, Rabbi Nathan for coming in tonight. Great lawyer. Um, yeah, so it's going to be here, and we have opportunity for all of our alumni if to If you've been accused of police brutality, go to Schneer. 100%. <laughs> Uh, that's cool. So, so there's a urea coming in of the Sefer Torah, and they're going to be starting it. That's great. They'll be start. They'll be starting it, the, and uh, yeah. The Torah is in honor of. Oh my gosh, the Torah is in honor of our Rosh Hashiva Emeritus Rabbi Avraham and Rebetzin Tamar Friedman. Beautiful. Uh, it will be given to the Yeshiva at our June fourth gala. We'll have a beautiful Knesset Sefer Torah, and, and the goal here is that it should be given to the Yeshiva by alumni and friends. Everybody should be able to participate. Fantastic. I hope that uh, Dove. Maybe we can. Maybe you can do a dollar, and I'll do a mem. I think that'll apostle the Torah, but maybe. Uh, <laughs> uh, Josh, uh, before we let you go, anybody that you want to thank, uh, anybody who helped contribute to make this thing possible tonight? Yeah, absolutely. So I definitely want to thank Congregation B'nai Yashurin for hosting us here in Teaneck, New Jersey. Uh, you should go ahead and shout out. Also, thank you, Mendy Mark at Filler Up uh, Wines Teaneck for helping with the refreshments tonight. And uh, thank you for all of our alumni out there who helped support this uh, opportunity and this beautiful event. And, uh, you know, thank you guys for coming in too, by the way. It's our pleasure. Can I ask you one parting thought before we let you go? And you you have people are coming in, so I know you're busy, but what do you hope people are gain when they are going to gain when they leave tonight? Or so, from this event. Or from this event, yeah. No, I, I really, my goal and my hope is that they feel a sense of connection and achtos with the Shiva, and uh, they take that connection with, with them to their to back to their homes and share that with their, their family, with their friends, and just celebrate with us over the 100 years and give us lots of brachas and wish us lots of hatzlacha and stay connected, not just tonight, but, you know, going forward. Josh, thank you very much for everything you do from behalf of the yeshiva. It's fantastic from the from the podcast to everything that that you do with the students and recruiting. And uh, I heard, by the way, I'm going to throw this in, that the high school had an open house uh, recently, and I heard amazing things. I'm not yeah. even joking. Like, really, it was Blew people away. It was Amazing. Fantastic. Yeah, a lot of good stuff going on. Thank so, God. Yeah. Well, thank you. We appreciate it, Josh. Go uh, go do your job, and uh, we'll do ours. Yeah. Awesome. We'll be back soon with uh, Alan Kadish. And we're back. Uh, Mo, we have our first guest. This is fantastic. Um, this guest is really someone that we've been looking forward to getting on the podcast for a while, um, and we're really happy that we are now in Teaneck and had that opportunity. Um, Dr. Kadish, Dr. Alan Kadish is here. Dr. Kadish, how are you? I'm doing well, thanks. Uh, it's, really, it's really great great to have you here. Um, a lot of people have a lot of questions um, about Turo, about about the Shiva, about your feelings. and But the main thing, first of all, I want to say is uh, Mazel Tov and congratulations on the 50th year anniversary. I heard that was an unbelievable event. We were very excited. It was a great event. It happened last Sunday night. Uh, we had a bunch of people from Chicago there. Yeah. And uh, Albert Bula, the CEO of Pfizer, got an honorary degree. Wow. We had a bunch of honorees. Everyone had a great time. That's really cool. Over a thousand people, and so it was wonderful. It's going to be just like it is tonight. That's that's fantastic. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Now, Dr. Kadish, the interesting thing is, um, you for a while lived in Skokie, I right? Did. Can you tell us um, about that journey? How you got to Skokie to live there? So, uh, when I finished my training in Philadelphia, uh, I looked at a few jobs. And the one I took uh, was actually the one at the University of Michigan. 
Oh, which wow. It was a phenomenal academic job. I was there for three years. Uh, who knows? The football team might even win this year. <laughs> uh, and uh, just about the time we began thinking about moving to a larger Jewish community, I was recruited at Northwestern. Wow. Uh, and having come uh, from a small Jewish community in Ann Arbor, and my wife uh, coming from a small Jewish community, we tried to uh, see if we could find a smaller community that would work for us. Yeah. And so we moved to Northbrook. Beautiful. And we were there for about a decade. Uh, and unfortunately, we were there about two decades too early. Because <laughs> the community's grown. Right, but, it has, yeah. But not while we were there. Um, so uh, after a few years, we decided to move to Skokie. Beautiful. And uh, we did. And did we, we very much enjoyed Skokie. Uh, where did you where did you daven when you were in Skokie? So uh, we davened uh, uh, initially, occasionally at the Young Israel Skokie, okay. occasionally at Ortora, and then uh, Hovave opened up closer to our house. We lived on Avers. Oh, very nice. Uh, you know, near church. Sure. And so uh, we uh, ended up uh, spending some time at Chobbe as well. Beautiful. Did you have any connection to the yeshiva, to Hebrew Theological College, when you were living in Chicago and Skokie? Not really. Uh, obviously, we knew about it. Uh, we heard good things about the institution. Uh, we thought seriously about sending our son there. In the end, uh, he ended up at the academy, which was a better fit for him personally. Okay. Uh, but uh, we heard good things about the yeshiva. And knew a lot of kids who went there and were extremely successful. Yeah. And so uh, had only uh, good feelings. And actually, uh, before we left Chicago, while uh, I was still living in Avers, I remember a meeting in our library where a few representatives of uh, Skokie came to see me and said, you know, they had heard that I was going to go to Turo. And they said, maybe, maybe you, sh you know, we should become part of Turo. Wow. Uh, wow. And so those discussions actually had happened with Dr. Lander um, maybe two decades ago. Okay. And for whatever reason, they broke down. Okay. And uh, sort of got reinvigorated even before I went to Turo. Wow. But uh, took a few years after that. And what? then uh, we were thrilled that uh, Skokie Yeshiva became part of Turo. Yeah, absolutely. Now, before, I want to ask a little bit about that, but before we do that, um, so you're a cardiologist in, in uh, living in Skokie. Right. And then you're the head of Turo. So, um, cool. <laughs> <laughs> My question, I guess, is um, it seems like, it seems like uh, an interesting kind of total shift, uh, a 180, if you will. Can you talk about, about that? But most importantly, maybe, why you decided to make that 180? Sure. So first of all, it's not as much of a 180 as it seems. I had worked for universities my entire career, okay. except for a brief stint in Macy's during intercession in college. <laughs> I've never worked anywhere except Which department? <laughs> it was actually Christmas decoration. <laughs> of course. That's great. That's a good <laughs> trivia question. And even funnier, um, they had me engraving bracelets with people's names. Oh, that's my awesome. handwriting's terrible. It's <laughs> great. And the manager who came out to see what was going on, was obviously Jewish. Right. <laughs> he looked at me and says, this is who they sent me? <laughs> that's, that's an awesome story. And he said, fine. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's an awesome story. Okay. So I've worked for universities my entire career, and it's actually not that unusual for physicians who work at universities to become college presidents. 
uh, president of Stony Brook, president of Cornell, okay, uh, have been physicians. So it actually is is a a, a trajectory that that is not uncommon. It's a trajectory that's not uncommon. Okay. Um, although the way it happened to me was a little bit unusual. <laughs> uh, it's a Jewish story, of course. So uh, Dr. Lander founded Turo 50 years ago. Was the only president for 37 years. Okay. And uh, no one, they couldn't fill the job. He was 94. It was time to think about a succession plan. And they couldn't fill the job. And the reason they couldn't fill the job was really that, um, first of all, no one thought he would ever retire. And second of all, no one really wanted to follow a very successful founder. <laughs> so the, the recruiter who uh, was in charge of trying to find a successor couldn't find anybody. Um, so he, Dobbins with my brother-in-law and Shul. That's nice. my brother-in-law, you know, I can't find anybody for this job. You want it? <laughs> so my brother-in-law said, no, I'm not the right guy, but the guy you want is my brother-in-law. Wow. So that's how I got interviewed. I, I knew Dr. Lander growing up, to be fair. Okay. Although he didn't actually recruit me. It happened totally serendipitously. That is so interesting. And uh, I interviewed with him and, uh, you know, and decided to come to Turo. Now, why did I decide to do it? Look, I, I was having a, an outstanding time doing what I was doing, doing research, taking care of patients, doing some administration, running an institute. Uh, but the truth is, I, I was so busy that although I was on some boards and did some other things, I really didn't have a chance to do as much work in the Jewish community as I would like. So the opportunity to advance academically but also work with the Jewish community was unique. And I didn't actually, uh, I was looking at another job at the same time, uh, which actually was uh, in many ways more traditionally uh, a better job. Right. But I really wanted to do this. And so uh, I did. You know, under, under your uh, leadership, and it, it, it definitely is incredible to see how Turo has expanded and the different, uh, the different um, facets and the different areas that Turo gets into. And I'm curious because you had mentioned, and I, I know you guys are thrilled about it in Chicago, um, they're thrilled to be part of the Turo system. When you got to talk about HTC as being part of, part of Turo, um, the question that Dove and I had to each other on the way up was, I wonder what Dr. Kadish's pitch was to his board. Uh, I, I, I'm going to guess that, that being on board, because uh, we both have served on boards of different things, and you have naysayers and you have yaysayers. And I would imagine that there were some naysayers who said, um, why, why are we doing this? So I, I'm wondering if you can share with us the pitch to, to the, the powers that be on your end uh, to get HTC involved. So the pitch was actually quite simple. Uh, one of Turo's founding principles was to serve the Jewish community. Okay. And uh, what I said to the board was, you know, Skokie Yeshiva, it's an important part of the jo Chicago Jewish community. Um, we, could, we could work together well. We could help improve some things. And so this is part of our mission. And yeah, you know, I can't promise you it's going to pay off financially. And there'll be some hassles, but it's our mission. How did it come into your focus as somebody who didn't really have, you know, that big a connection with it in the time you lived here. Where, why did Skokie come into your focus? So, first of all, Chicago, as we know, is not a huge Jewish community. And there's no such thing in the Chicago from community as not being in your focus, right? Everybody knows everybody. Everybody knows all the institutions. And I'd heard great things about Skokie, and I knew its history and its tradition. Um, so... I don't, I don't think it's fair to say that even though I hadn't 
personally engaged with the yeshiva, it, it's not fair to say that I, it wasn't on my radar screen. Um, it always was. And uh, the people who came to see me were passionate and people I knew. And so for me, it was uh, also relatively easy to say, you know, this is, this is going to be a good partnership. And for some of the board members, the fact that Dr. Lander had initiated these discussions, that still, particularly at that time, relatively early in my tenure, it still does, but particularly at that time, relatively early in my tenure at Turo, you know, had a, had a big cachet. So it was not, yeah, there were one or two naysayers. There were always one or two naysayers on the board. In fact, you want that. Right. But it was supported overwhelmingly. Uh, it's taken us a little bit longer because of some regulatory issues, and I would hope to do some of the expansion. But the expansions now started. We started a PA program in January. We've got some other graduate programs planned. Uh, we've got uh, one new building that's uh, open. We've got another one that's uh, under consideration for how we're going to reframe it. Um, and uh, we've got a COLL started. I was going to ask this question. You, you jumped right into it, which is great. But I was now that I want to change the question. I was, is there one program in particular, it might be the PA program, for obvious reasons, but is there one program in particular that you're super excited about? Well, I, I won't say that I'm more excited about the PA program than I am about the potential for Torah learning and serving Jewish undergraduates. But from a financial standpoint, yeah. the PA program is the one that's most important okay. for uh, the overall institution generating a profit. And that'll help uh, continue to support the institution. Is uh, Fastman Yeshiva High School Turo's first high school? No. Really? Uh, we have had a high school in Kewarden Hills for a couple of decades. It's part of the Orachim Yeshiva. It has now over 50 students in each class. Wow. Uh, and we have uh, more applicants than we know what to do with to the school. We have a brother school. That's so cool. <laughs> Who knew? It's so cool. Um, yeah. It's, uh, it fills uh, a unique niche, similar to, and, and I think Skokie does too. It's a slightly different niche, but it's a place where people who want a true yeshiva environment um, can feel comfortable, but has serious secular studies. And a lot of our grads go into medical school, dental school, finance, um, but it's, it's, it's a real classic yeshiva. Oh, this is great. This is great, Dove. Look who just sat next to Dr. Kadish. That's because Dove just pulled me over. This is fantastic. I didn't volunteer to do this a second time. This is this chairman is of the true, board of HTC. A true friend of the pod. And a trustee of, of Turo. This is Brian <coughs> Levinson. Brian, how are you? Thank God I'm doing well. Also, inaugural guest. I said of a, true, of a, a true friend of the pod. There we go. Time um, number two. We were just talking to Dr. Kadish about... Brian, do you uh, want to play a game? No. <laughs> um, we were just talking to Dr. Kadish about, about just his history and, and just uh, what's going on at the Yeshiva. And I know that we spoke to you, Brian, about it earlier, weeks and weeks, weeks uh, months ago, I guess. Um, it's, it's really cool. I've never, I've never met Dr. Kadish before. I've never spoken to Dr. Kadish before. It's, it's really cool to hear his, uh, his passion and his... By the time uh, this is over, he's probably going to wish you still haven't spoken to him. <laughs> <laughs> his passion about, about, about Skokie, it's, it's fantastic. Is I see you don't know that much about my job. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, the whole thing is like this. Right. <laughs> so, Brian, is there, is there something I know I'd want to say, Jim, you want to add because you weren't here for the, for the part, but is there something that you want to... You can join us. And obviously, you came in for, for this thing and for this uh, reunion. Is there something that you want to say now, uh, just Again, just repeating how, how, you know, the expansion that's happening at Skokie, um, the excitement in the air, in the Chicagoland mm -hmm. community about all of the different opportunities that have opened up since the merger. 
Um, I mean, we spoke a little bit about it right. uh, on the first episode. Um, so I'm sure you covered a lot of that. But the grand opening of you know Toro, Illinois, which is happening, the grand opening actually I believe is next week, but opening this coming semester, uh, is super, super, super exciting. Is that the PA program we're that's talking the, about? Yeah, that's okay. the PA program. So we're super excited about that. But I don't know, you know, if Dr. Kadish, I'm going to expand the 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 uh, scope here just really quickly. This has been an, an incredibly exciting week for Turo in general. So you probably didn't cover that, but this past Sunday night was. Did you cover it? We did, but go ahead. Okay, you covered it. That's so what Eddie's for. Are I got, you there, I got, I got to dress up in a clown. <laughs> I got to dress up in a clown costume. Oh, nice. Yeah, me and Ab Gutnicki, um, wearing full academic regalia, and we stole the scepter for two seconds <laughs> for a photo op. Um, but, but really, just an exciting week uh, for Turo, um, celebrating the university status, um, and having HTC as part of that. Um, events was um, shows the power of the collective and the power of the greater system and that we're part of that strengthens Chicago strengthens the yeshiva strengthens the Midwest so that was kind of just expanding the scope a little bit it is very cool to have um, the 50th year of Turo and then in the same week have the 100th year of HTC that we're that we're kind of celebrating together and it really there's a sense of octus that I think um, I'm gonna go ahead on a limb and say this that that I think that in general, um, we're missing in, in the Jewish community as a whole. And I think that this is a cool sense of Octus. Um, it's New York, it's Chicago, it's, it's Turo, it's HTC. It's someone that you might not have thought about as a shidduch 10 years ago, 15 years ago. And now you see that we can work together. And I feel like if we can work together on something and grow together, I, I love what Dr. Kadish said about you want to know why we, we, we took HTC or why we were interested? Because that's our mission. It's a very simple thing. Our mission is to help Klagisrael wherever they are. And you can't, you can't say no to that argument. You just can't. Um, and I, I love that because it's, it's, it really is as simple as that. And so I think that if everyone had that mindset of, listen, we're just here to help Klagisrael, um, we'd be a better, you know, Mashiach would be here already. Dr. Kadish. Uh, we know you're a busy man, so we'll let you go soon. But one question for you. Where do you see, you know, this HTC uh, relationship, Turo relationship going from here, you know, kind of next decade or so? What do you see happening for us? So we see, first of all, increasing opportunity for our undergraduate students through increasing graduate programs. The PA program is the first of this, but uh, we have other graduate programs planned, and we think that's going to, increase opportunities for our undergraduate students and make the undergraduate school more attractive. Uh, we've already begun trying to share educational resources on the undergraduate level, which is something that's been made easier post-COVID because people have gotten, been, been gotten used to Zoom uh, as a modality for teaching. We're not suggesting that it's going to be the only modality for teaching, but it can supplement what we have on the ground in Chicago, make it easier to bring different disciplines to a relatively small undergraduate school and I see us getting closer together over time and we're very excited about it and I think it's going to be wonderful uh it, it definitely sounds wonderful on our end it really really does Dr. Kadish I, I want to thank you for for it was ours close to have you it was really thank you so much for being here thank you so much for being part of the not only this reunion event but being part of the uh Yeshiva Show podcast a very <laughs> very up-and-coming well-known podcast in the <laughs> Jewish community right now it's gonna be huge <laughs> and and Brian thank you very much for coming again you know you're always invited and we will always continue to yank you in this <laughs> podcast as long as we see you so we'll see, we'll see how many classmates I get here tonight so <laughs> fantastic <laughs> 
Thanks, guys. Thanks. Take care. Wow. Incredible. Very cool. Very cool, man. I, I really, the first time I ever spoke to Dr. Kadish, and it's it's fantastic. It's a good, he, he's got a great outlook, and uh, it's exciting. I feel like. Uh, very, um, very erudite. Yes. Well said. That yeah. is a, that is a well, well-spoken yeah, I word. I stole that from another podcast I was listening to this week. Okay. Well, uh, it's interesting who we have on the podcast now. Tell us. Um, next, uh, next up. This is very cool. This is very cool. I've known this guy literally since he's been born. Son of a friend of a pod. Son of a very dear, close, and even former Kavrusa of mine, if you can believe it. Avery Amster is here. And Avery, tell us what you do for, uh, for HDC. So... Uh, <laughs> That was his father-in-law screaming nothing, if you didn't hear that. Um, what do I do for HCC? So I work um, mainly on their alumni programming. So whether it's this event or our Chicago event or reaching out to alumni, that's been a lot of my job. Um, uh, fundraising also, but mainly alumni relations, connections, and all, all those different things, and engage, engaging our alumni and our supporters. You what are if, very good at, at reaching out. I know that many people who are listening to this podcast, myself included, probably have uh, gotten an email or a phone call about you got, uh, from you asking you for you know, help with, with you know, engaging more alumni and, and what do you know about you and what do you know about this guy, what do you know about that guy, and it's been, it's been great. Have you, have you, what do you feel after going through all those lists? Like, have you gained some like, incredible, insightful knowledge of the yeshiva, like some you can tell, some you can't tell. On this podcast, is the tell-all podcast, by the way. And and I'm just wondering, like, is there something that you heard from like an alum where like is this question ever going to end? Where like all of a sudden it was like I don't I don't know that if I can write that even down. There, there's definitely been stories. Um, <laughs> whether it was you know I'm not gonna say who. I don't want to out the person to the podcast, but you know there was a story of a class found a way in the. Um, in the science lab to take tinfoil and dip it in a certain chemical and <laughs> they would throw the cap they throw this tinfoil ball and it would blow up like a bomb. <laughs> so someone told me a story where they somehow not the most damaging no, there's high school that's lab not story. Even the Mercury story. Right. No, so on. what they did was they they took this they, they used to put this tinfoil ball, dip it in a chemical, stick it in a water bottle and throw it and it would blow up. Right. So they so this is probably twenty years ago, uh, twenty five years ago even, and they took this uh, water bottle they threw it in the parking lot and one of our kitchen staff was walking <laughs> by and they saw a water bottle on the ground oh no so they go to pick it up and one of the students screams patty no <laughs> and the water bottle blows up patty goes flying back onto the grass all the students run and i actually think Bosch, i think your father actually came out and <laughs> And and dealt with the whole thing, but that was that that was one of the crazy. We have ones. them here. <laughs> what what class doesn't do you, care to comment? What class? What, what was the settlement like, Rabbi? Yeah. <laughs> Avery, what class were you? I was class twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Okay, so somewhat of a recent ga- graduate. He still remembers high school. That's right. Um, stories from the guys. How, how did it, how did you feel in twenty nineteen? Your class. What kind of relationship did you have with with the yeshiva? So my class uh, was a was a very close class. Um, a lot of different kids, a wide range of kids from a wide range of places. Um, but you know, my class has always been my friends in particular. I've always been you know always looking to help the next guy. Um, even a few months ago, um, uh, Ellie Greenberg passed away probably over six months ago now. Whatever, right. whatever it was, and uh, my class 
in the last three months, donated a bunch of svarim and sederim to the yeshiva in memory of him. And that was just off a text from a guy in my class saying, hey, can we do this? And, wow. And I think that's not just my class. I think that's ev- what every class in the yeshiva, I think that's the atmosphere that the yeshiva has 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 brought onto our students and brought onto you know our entire our entire alumni and they all feel that, that that's the same sentiment I keep hearing from everyone is that whether it's you know this guy liked the education this guy liked this this guy liked that the one thing everyone said was there was a camaraderie and there was a we're always looking out for each other no matter if I'm close friends with you not close friends with you whether I hate you we're gonna look out for you no matter what and that's the the atmosphere the yeshiva has has sort of grown over the past 100 years i'm really happy to hear that um that's the over overwhelming response that you're getting that that is um that's awesome and then you have some of a really nice way say, of putting it too i mean we've heard that before but like the way he said it that they've grown that atmosphere over 100 years i like that yeah it's really nice we're gonna we're gonna probably take gonna, that you're gonna put that somewhere we're gonna put that somewhere maybe are you writing a book or something yeah no the but there's also some people who <laughs> i've called and then my numbers block the next day. So there's also <laughs> some of those people. <laughs> so Avery, so you, you started this job not too long ago, right? In, uh, January. In January. And all of a sudden, it's, by the way, it's 100 years. It's kind of like being being given this massive, like, uh, project on day one. Um, and and you're, you're killing it, from what I understand, which is awesome. Um, what is most exciting to you about this whole, being part of this, such an integral part of this whole 100-year celebration? So what's most exciting for me is um, there's going to be a video shown tonight. Okay. And, um, you know, and it's a lot of our alumni in New York and Chicago and really all over talking and past staff members and, you know, community supporters. And I said, just commented to someone else is that in this video, you see what the yeshiva is. I think the biggest things that most that excites me the most is seeing that video and seeing guys in their 90s, 80s, 70s, 60s, literally going down to their 20s and Guys who live in New York, guys who live in Chicago, people who live in Israel, people people who live in Florida, really all over, and it it's not just an age or a hashkafa or you know what type of person he is. None of that. It transcends all that, and it's we are the yeshiva. I love that. And it's and it and it go. It's literally you see that all around. You see, I got a call from an alumnus yesterday who said, you know, I really love for you guys to do an event in Florida. So, um, you know, we're we're looking to do events in other places and get as many alumni as we can engaged and involved in our hundredth year because it really is a special thing. You know, your dad was involved in the Shiva. Your grandfather was in his dad. Your grandfather was involved in the Shiva. Um, what does it mean to be part of a legacy? of really amsters that have been part of the show. Your uncles are involved in the show. I mean, what, what does that mean to you to be, to be kind of carrying that torch? So, so what it means to me is, you know, every family has their traditions. Every family has their own hug and whatever you, whatever you want to call them. And as does mine, but I think that my, you know, looking how growing up, you know, with my father and like you said, I never met my grandfather, but hearing the stories about my grandfather and seeing my uncles be involved and, you know, seeing my uncle send their own kids there and my father send his own kids there. To me, it's it's like you said, it's a continuation of their legacy. It's not my legacy that I'm holding. This is the Amster Karish family legacy that, you sure. know what? And actually, I work 10 feet from my grandmother. Right. So she still has the <laughs> legacy if we're really, we're really talking. <laughs> She's the best. That's yeah. true. That's awesome. Um, this, is, this is really cool. I'm going to ask one more question, and that is, um, what do you hope, because we asked this from Josh, what do you hope people are gaining or take away from this event tonight? So this is something that, again, my entire job is prefaced around this idea, is that I hope that people come to the event tonight and 
I don't, we don't want people to come and just say, you know, oh, it was fun and that was it. I don't want people to come and to realize while the connection might not have been as strong in the last 10 or 20 years, that today we are coming to you and saying we want that connection back. And we want them to leave, with, leave this event and say, and say, you know what? This is where I went to high school. This is where I became, this, these are my formative years. This is what pushed me to go to this yeshiva. And this is what pushed me to go to this job. And to see that, you know, that we are really a community. We're not just a school. It's a community. It's an environment. It's an atmosphere. And we are the yeshiva. And that's what I want people to take away. I, I mean, I don't even know what to say. He's that's, awesome. He's awesome. He's awesome. Good job, bud. On cats. Hey, what is happening? Uh, this is honorary alumni. Honorary. <laughs> well, he did. Alumnus. We, we've already established that we were pretty sure he slept in the yeshiva recently. Yeah. So we found. So we record out of the Rosh Yeshiva's <laughs> office because you know it, it's vacant right now. Yeah. And um, I noticed. Yeah. And and there was bedding in there the last time we went in there. So is that can, where they put you? Can up? we confirm that you slept in a sleeping bag on the Rosh Yeshiva's office couch? Let's just say you know you're in good shape. When the Holiday Inn across the street is much worse. <laughs> <laughs> like, much. Okay. Welcome to Skokie. Hey, Tom, this is great that you're here. Let me ask you a question that's been on my mind for a while. The whole Thank You Hashem song, when you came up with that. <laughs> no? We got the wrong... I got the wrong guy. Okay. I like no, this podcast. Okay. No, no problem. Guys, I appreciate it. <laughs> hey, Tom, in all seriousness, I must tell you that, that you are really... I mean, uh, you're outstanding. Everybody, everybody loves you. Your songs are incredibly powerful, incredibly moving. Um, you're someone that I think, I mean, I don't mean to, you know, throw praise on you, but someone that I think our own kids, in fact, uh, who are in the same grade, fourth grade in, uh, in Airy Crown, um, sing your songs. That's and so it's, it's, it is sweet and it's fantastic. Yeah. Is there something, you've been doing a, a few Skokie Yeshiva events. <laughs> um, is there a common thread that you're seeing about Skokie Yeshiva that you can maybe share? Or just what are your impressions so far of us Midwesterners? <laughs> I mean... I always knew this, but I didn't know it as much as, like, I found out that weekend that I was there, that Chicago in general, and especially, like, the yeshiva, yeshiva I've learned at yeshiva. Yes, very right. good. Look at you. Very See good. That? Calling it the yeshiva. You're welcome back All anytime. Right. Um, like, there's nothing else in the world that exists besides the yeshiva in Chicago. And some people, if you're, like, not mature, you look at that as, like, oh, you think you're so, like, you know, like, uh, special, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, you realize, like, the power of, like, feeling part of a community and, and feeling um, like you really are, like, something, like, special and, and, and you're so together and there's so much history and there's so much, like, a chryas for each other. And that's, like, from, from the Thursday night event, the concerts that we did in the in the hall, right, and then through <coughs> through the throughout Chavez, yeah, and even I, I visited I visited Ari Crown Friday morning, right. So that wasn't like the yeshiva event, right. but it's still you still felt that like energy of like a lot know. of those guys will become yeshiva yeah, guys. Yeah, I think sure. that, um, sure. that that's really that's really nice to hear, especially from someone no, who sure. who is really world renowned and and really travels everywhere um, to be able to hear that there's that specialness. Yeah, you of, don't you of, don't you don't see that. You see that in, like in New York, but in a stuck-up way. You know? <laughs> and I live in New York, right? Right. You don't. See, you, know, you see it in LA in a chilled-out way. Right. Right. And then the other communities, of course. Like if you're an out-of-town community, if, and I've been to all over every community. You know, Aton, we're not out of town. Whatever. I'm not. I'm not right. saying you're out of town, but 
Um, we're, we're out of date. It's really special. It's really like everyone seems to know each other. Everybody seems to have each other's backs, you know. And uh, throughout throughout the Shabbos, I was like, I was just learning a lot about the history of the yeshiva because I, I don't really know anything about it. Right. I mean, I'm not gonna say it was just another gig. Like I know what I was getting myself into. I right. Knew that, but I was saying, you know, let me just like read and let me just look at, you know. It's it was, it pretty fascinating. You actually, I mean, you do a lot of these sorts of gigs with yeshivas, whether it's your live albums in Israel or if it's, uh, yeah. you know, what you did with at Skokie with the high school guys. Kind of, what's that like? And do you is that is that you know, what's that connection like that you feel like you have with guys of that age, of that age group, you know, those teenagers, and what are you trying to get across to them in those in those concerts? You know, um, that is the age that I go for, you know, yeah. like that, 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 that's the age that I feel get my music the most, you know, my music is it's a little bit more of a, I guess, mature, like, you know, I try to be deep and insightful and moving, um, and when I see like guys that are in their, you know, beginning to enter that like four to five year period of like, this will change the rest of my life right. period. You know, who I'm going to marry, who, where I'm going to live, what kind of job I'm going to have. And uh, to see that there's past like, I don't know, five, seven, ten years or so, uh, to see like the people get so excited from coming together and singing and you know, when everyone's singing my Nagunim, I'm like, I don't get like a guy of a trip over it. It's more like I feel like, I feel like, like just really humble about Amazing. like, it's it's pretty like insane. And, you know, when I came, like, again, I've never been to the, I've done, been to Chicago a thousand times, but I never went for any event. I don't think I've been to any yeshiva events. Right. And to see like a whole gr new group of people that are like, you know, my Nagunim are part of their, you know, Repertoire. Yeah, absolutely. It's like it's special. It doesn't get boring, you know. It doesn't get boring. Elo must be crazy for you. <laughs> I'm serious. Like I'm about yeah. to be like, I get yeah. it. Like Lamancha is just it's it's yeah. ubiquitous through throughout. Yeah. I mean, what's that like? It's really it's this is gonna sound weird, but it's it's very uncomfortable. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. It's very uh, like I don't want anybody like. It's just like too much attention. It's more uncomfortable for and the guy it, doing it when you're in the kahila listening to it, I bet. Well, that <laughs> doesn't usually happen. Because if you're there, you're doing it. They usually, never, yeah, they never yeah. let him go. You know, can, I, can I ask you one question? And I know, sure. you, I know speaking of letting go, we got to let you go to do your, uh, do your thing. But um, we talked about La Mancha, and I know the story of La Mancha that you, that you tell. It's a famous story about being in the base matters. Um, I, we obviously are biased, but the Skokie base matters with the dome uh, is really... I mean, when I think base measures, that's what I think of. Is there something about that base measures? I'm kind of putting you on the spot here, but when you walked into that base measures, that dome scared the bejesus out of me. Really? <laughs> I'm allowed to say that on a podcast. Sure, you are. Um, Don't worry, nobody's listening. Because I'm used to acoustic. You know, people, right. people build shuls. I guess modern day shuls. Right. You know, right. With an, you know, you'll sometimes you'll see a ceiling that's like, you know, it just it felt very loud yeah. when you're standing right there underneath the dome. Yeah. It's like you're in like a different. You're like, you have like you're, you have a microphone and speakers right in front of your head, and then like when all the guys gather around and they're being right, like, it's too loud. <laughs> no, but but you know what? Listen, a modern shul is beautiful. Yeah, it is right. Right. But it'll never beat when you walk into a place that has history. Right. And when you walk into that to that Bismedrash, even without knowing that the place has been around for two thousand years, like you know, still 
Yeah. It's special. You know, you look at the furniture, you look at the... Right. You know, they could change the padding on the seats a little bit, but, you know, <laughs> other than that, I'm, I'm totally game for, uh, yeah. you know... Hey, time. It's really nice. You're hey, the best. Cool. Shkoyach, thank, thank you for you. being here. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for coming. And that wraps up today's episode. Stay tuned for the New Jersey Reunion Part 2 coming soon. Happy Hanukkah, everybody.